UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Hey, morning, kiddos. Now, the hacking trial, an unexpected admission about Tony Blair. Strange to think that the hacking trial keeps going all the time. We're mm. not talking about it. There it is, occasionally recessing and adjourning, but uh, constantly over, is it eight months now? Keep, I've lost track, I confess. Yeah. Keeps the but hacks busy. Uh, a little nugget, though, uh, mm. about Tony Blair, the former Prime Minister, which turns out that he offered to be the advisor to one of those on trial, Rupert Murdoch's former right-hand woman, Rebecca Brooks, who uh, faces these illegal surveillance questions. Uh, he suggested to her, that Tony Blair did, that she should set up her own inquiry, as he put it, a Hutton-style inquiry. The Hutton inquiry was the thing that exonerated the government from sexing up the information about Iraqi weapons of mass destruction, an inquiry that was independent but cleared them. Mr. Blair's advice to Ms. Brooks was to take sleeping tablets, you'll need a clear head, and tough up, it will pass. Um, three years later, of course, nothing has passed. She's on trial. Yeah. I, I don't suppose there's anything terribly wrong with it, but it is surprising, isn't it? The idea of collusion between a former Labour Prime Minister and a media mogul empire it just looks a little bit stinky, that's all it is. Dodgy indeed. Dangerous dogs, eh? Renewed pleas for new dog restrictions? Yes, this is um, after a couple of very high-profile attacks, sadly, this week, and uh, campaigners saying, well, hang on, you know, dog owners should be forced to train and control their dogs, and you kind of think they would already, but I guess there's nothing written in law about that, including the enforced microchipping of pets as well. Currently, it's only a voluntary thing. In the past three days... There have been two tragic deaths, the 11-month-old Ava Jane and a six-day-old baby, Eliza May. Two deaths amongst the mm. 6,000 victims of dog attacks every year. Um, and we already have banned breeds and muzzle orders and, and voluntary registration, but many say this is not enough. We absolutely need to go, if not back, then forward to a proper system. But we once upon a time did have dog licenses. Many people flouted it, but nonetheless... We don't even have dog licenses anymore. Nothing, no, nothing like that for 25 years, and nothing has replaced it. And I think they make a good point because mm. uh, how many more deaths do we need to be able to, you know, consider that maybe there are too many dogs that ought not to be in the state they're in? Now, flooding. I mean, we can't turn a blind eye to that. There have been complaints mm. about the cash pledge for flood victims. Yes, it's that uh, money is no object line that the mm. Prime Minister came up with, and everyone keeps challenging him on it. And he's sticking by it, which is a, a good thing. Of course it is. Uh, and as a, an instant response to a very large-scale, widespread disaster, it's a good thing, talking about funding for farmers and the, the £5,000 cash pledge for every home or business flooded and business rate relief and council tax relief and, and all sorts of other incentives and so forth. And lo and behold, it turns out, this only applies to the victims of the floods in England not the floods in Wales, um, which is rather baffling for some, thinking, OK, so obviously Wales has its own Welsh Assembly, its own Parliament and its own local government, and of mm. course local government should be dealing with this, but he made this as a central government promise. So therefore, surely this is UK. According to the Mayor of Rill, he's been told absolutely the 130 people whose homes were flooded just before Christmas, they absolutely are not getting any of this money. And it, I suppose there's a slight sense of sometimes with a little bit of independence yep. comes a bit too much independence with some things. So Scotland, be mm. warned. The best island in Europe. It's windswept and in interesting and British. Hold on, did you say interesting and British in one sentence? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, of course, windswept and interesting and, and ours. Well, <laughs> sort of ours, because it, it is Scottish. And I suppose, again, yes, we're on that line. But no, if you think of 
your favourite European island, whether or not you've been there, you'll probably think of somewhere with palm trees and hot and uh, lovely yep. languid sort of Mediterranean feel, maybe mm. Catalonia or uh, Mallorca, I have a bit of a soft spot for, or Capri off Italy. Mm. Uh, no, apparently, according to the good people of TripAdvisor, um, people who go on TripAdvisor have travelled, uh, they suggest cold, stormy, windswept Lewis and Harris is the best island in Europe. Um, by the way, that is one place. Lewis is the top bit, Harris is the bottom bit. By giving it the two names, it confuses the hell out of tourists, really. That's what they've done. <laughs> but not enough, because obviously tourists are loving it. Go there and you enjoy the, uh, what is it, the rugged landscape, the rich wildlife, or is it the whiskey? One tot of whiskey in your soul. I think that might be it. I think before they went into TripAdvisor, they might have had some of the whiskey. It could well be. And there again, you know, an Uzo might sway you towards Catalonia. Uh, probably wouldn't be <laughs> Uzo, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, better tell me, Mrs. Me, Mrs. happens to be Scottish. So I'm going to have to ask her to, as, uh, if we can visit that island sometime soon. Sounds good to me. Uh, Adam Gilchrist in the UK. Have a good one. Cheers, Kina. At your UK report, it's 12 minutes.